Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. Should you get ready and dress for success when live streaming? This includes putting on professional attire and doing your hair and makeup. On this episode of Launcher Live, we will be joined by Amanda May Gray to discuss whether you should wear makeup when live streaming. So I'm Christian Karasevich, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jim Fuse. Jim, you know, I know this is a topic that neither of us really know a whole lot about, right? We know of the idea of putting on makeup, for example, when live streaming, but we don't really know what to apply, when to apply it, whether that's for males or females. Isn't that right? Yeah. I mean, I think when we usually think of that, I think a lot of us think of back to like, if you were going to be on a TV show or, you know, you're going to be on set because of the really bright lights, they, they do a lot of stuff with that. I mean, there's famous things in history, like when Richard Nixon, like looked like he was melting on camera because of the way the makeup had been applied. And so I think a lot of times too, right. As guys, we think, well, I don't wear makeup. Why would I put makeup on? Uh, and women, you know, I'm not saying that they all wear makeup and they definitely don't need it, but they choose to. Uh, I, I know I always joke around with my youngest daughters, probably owns a, 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 like a room full of makeup. But, uh, you know, if it makes uh, people feel good, gives them confidence, I, I think there's nothing with it at all. But uh, but yeah, so yeah, really excited that uh, we've got a guest today that can really help us with that because she, uh, Amanda May Gray, who is uh, also from the Atlanta, Georgia area, uh, is going to join us today. And Amanda is someone that's, uh, she's been a model. Uh, I think she still does some modeling. She's a speaker. She also is a member of uh, Toastmasters. That's how we met. And she's also in sales. So for her, uh, looking uh, professional is extremely important for her. So uh, let's, uh, let's bring her on. Amanda, thanks a lot for joining us. So glad to have you for the Launcher Live interview series. Thank you for having me. I appreciate uh, the invite to come on and discuss the thing you were both just pining to know about. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so Amanda, tell, one, tell, tell us a little bit more about yourself, because I, I may have missed a couple things we want our, our uh, listeners to, to know about, our viewers as well on, on the YouTube channel. But uh, also, what got you started in live streaming uh, in, in that regards? Well, you said a lot of right things. Yes, I've been a model. Uh, also, well, I guess I still model. If somebody wanted to pay me to do that, I wouldn't say no. But I also have been an actress for a while. I did pageants. And despite what you may think, you actually have to know how to do your own makeup, even for the acting world. If you're a background actor, for instance, you mostly wear your own wardrobe and have to do your own hair and makeup. They might be able to touch you up here or there, but it's one of those things that you assume somebody's going to help you out with. So that's not the case. And it's not the case when we're now at home. So we need to know how we can do this and do it well for the camera. But how I got into live streaming, I am a part of a speaking group um, called Stage Time University, and the head honcho or mentor there, he proposed us to do a 77-day live challenge. 
So if you guys are in the middle of Veda, um, that ain't nothing on 77 days. I'll tell you what. And I felt like I had to say yes. So I did. And I started, you know, going live on Facebook every day and it was all right. And then you, Jim, told me about StreamYard and how I could up my game and make it look even better. And now it's it's kind of one of those things that I just really enjoy doing. I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to utilize in the future, but I've uh, been able to use StreamYard to go live, not only on Facebook, but also to my YouTube channel because I had a YouTube channel prior to starting it. And now it's like combining those two things at once. And now I'm even looking to say, okay, if I can take this audio and put it on a podcast, that would really be optimizing the whole time, which would be fantastic. And that's a thing where, for example, taking video and then turning it into a podcast, it's one of those things where when people say, Hey, I'm going to get on social media, for example, uh, they get into, you know, the habit of then just being just basically being on that treadmill, you know, like working harder, not smarter, for example. Um, and in that case, you know, that's a great point you bring up. I mean, if somebody wants to get into making YouTube videos, don't forget, you can repurpose that as a podcast. And it's actually very easy. You just simply uh, go in, for example, if you're on StreamYard and you're on, I think it's the StreamYard, the StreamYard Pro account, uh, you can download the individual audio tracks. So for example, right now, as Jim and Amanda May Gray and I are speaking here, those would become individual tracks that we can download right after our video, for example. And now we can edit that and turn it into a podcast, pull out snippets. There's a lot of really smart ways to repurpose that video. So I, I, uh, I want to applaud you for you know getting into that and getting back into it because you know the great thing is a lot of people they say, well, I don't know what to publish or I don't I don't have time to make a podcast because I'm already doing video. It's actually not a whole lot more work. Um, so. With that, I want to I want to move into um, today's topic, you know, and that's uh, whether people should wear makeup when live streaming. Um, so I want to have you, you know, speak about uh, why is wearing makeup when streaming? Why is it important? Yeah, <sighs> why is it important? Well, first and most obviously, when you feel like you look good, you have more confidence. Right. So just like we take the time to curate this space, we take the time to get the lighting, to get the right microphone, to have a nice background set up for us. Why are we not taking the time then to feel great about the way we look ourselves? Uh, you know, what people see is very important. It's where we're building our own reputation. And if you have this fabulous lighting like I do, or, you know, I'm sure there's even more extensive lighting than I do, it can create a lot of shine. It can blare you out. It can, you know, even though the camera is emphasizing things, it also can really wash you out and make you look even more pale or younger, which is not the worst thing, not the worst thing to look younger. But if you have like some serious bags under your eyes, maybe you had a rough night, the kids were all over the place, whatever, you know, there are quick fixes to really brighten you up, give you a little bit more color, especially if you're super pale like I am, <laughs> that can make a difference and just help enhance the way that you look so that you feel more confident so that you look a little bit more alive. So that's really it. Like, it's not just about your own confidence and how you feel, but you're going to look more dynamic. You can look really flat really quickly without makeup. You know, the lighting can really just 
wash you out. Or it can make you very yellow if you haven't messed with your white balance too much. So that makeup can reduce any shine that you might have going on, especially if you are lacking hair. You definitely want to consider these things if you're a guy and you don't have hair. This is going to make a big difference for you. And summer is coming along, so that makes a big difference as well. But it's just going to make you more dynamic, not just this weird, flat image, and uh, make you more confident about what you're doing so you're not distracted as much by yourself and not feeling like you look good on camera. It'll help enhance your own confidence. That's really good. I mean, you know, I, I love the, I love the com- I gotta say, I love the confidence factor, you know, for a lot of people, um, they say like a lot of people, I also know that they think they like, Oh, putting makeup on, for example, or, or even getting dressed, let's just start there. I mean, they think that that doesn't matter and it does because it's how you come across to people. Um, and it's also how you feel about yourself. So I love that point that you made about, uh, the importance of, um, of wearing makeup. So Jim, do we have another question for Amanda May here? Yeah, we, we've got a few more questions, but, you know, Amanda, as a guy, I, I get it. Like we said a little bit earlier that uh, women want to look their best. Guys think they want to look their best, but we don't <laughs> always think about things like makeup. So when live streaming, do men need to actually consider makeup or is it just something that women should consider? It's definitely something that men can consider and should consider. There are going to be times when you've been sitting in front of these lights, you're going to get shiny. You already mentioned it, right? Who was it? Richard Nixon was just like melting. It is very easy to be sitting still under these hot lights and you're going to have a shine. Or if you have a light above you, that can cause a shine or a glare on your head. So you want to take something like a translucent powder that would just kind of dab it up. You won't look like you have makeup. I want to make that clear. If you don't just like cake it on, you know, you won't look like you have makeup on. And that is the key. In my opinion, I am a very natural, more looking makeup. Like, yes, I have makeup on, but it's not I'm not a Kardashian. Okay, I'm just I'm just gonna put it out that way. <laughs> I don't want you to be either. But for men, it's gonna give you that ability to not have that shine, that glare, which can be distracting, right? It's not just about the way you feel, but if you've got a shine on your forehead, just like if you wear glasses and there's a big glare on them, it is really distracting for the viewer to see that shine. And we want people to be focused on you, on your message on what you're talking about, your story, whatever it is that you're live streaming about, we want them focused on your words, not the shine that is glaring all over the place. It's just the same reason why you want a you know nice background behind you that is minimized versus a whole bunch of craziness going on. And then additionally for men, like I said, you know, if you have bags under your eyes, that can, you know, well, it can age you. Let's just be honest, okay? It can age you, and I know you don't want to be aged. So it's something that you can do a quick fix on. Um, And then there's one other thing for guys that I think is important, and that is chapstick. Hmm. Now, I'll tell you what. If your lips are dry, it is distracting to you. You don't want to have yourself distracted because your lips are dry or, you know, the dog is barking, whatever else, right? You don't want yourself up to not be able to win and it seems like a trivial little thing but something like that where you're focused on what you're doing and not 
like even a tag, right? Like if I had a tag still on this sweater and it was like itching me in the back, right? It would just be distracting and I wouldn't be able to give my best performance, give my best to my audience. So you want to be able to give your best to your audience. And by utilizing something like powder, you know, a little under eye cream or even some chapstick, you're getting your best for your audience. And that's really the most important thing. It's not about you, right? Like none of this is about you. It is about helping other people in one way or another. That's a great point. And, and, you know, you don't think about it, but a lot of times, and you and I both know as, as people that speak a lot, like even in prepping to speak, right. You, you want to like, if you're going to drink liquids, you actually want to do it in advance, not right before. Cause sometimes people will start coughing and then you forget about the fact that sometimes those nerves will make your mouth dry up and you, to your point, your lips start to dry up. And so I, I hadn't thought of chapstick. That's a, that's a great, uh, great pointer there. And I think, I think guys could, <laughs> I don't see why not. If you're not using chapstick, I think I'm a little bit concerned because the sun can like hurt your lips as well. You got to protect your skin. That's coming from a ginger who is prone to skin cancer. That's uh, there you go. <laughs> that, that's an excellent point, though. I mean, just about the fact that, you know, like chapstick, for example, you know, there are for those of you, you know, if you're a guy, for example, and you want to wear uh, chapstick, you don't have to go buy like you don't have to go to a makeup store like a Sephora. You, you know, they no. do have, I think, I do th think they do have some guy, some uh, line for men. However, you know, you can buy uh, the, the off-brand version of Chapstick. I mean, at your Target, your Walmart or any, or your Amazon for, I guess we should have said at your Amazon because that's where pretty much everyone shops. <laughs> um, but, you know, you can go and you can get a line that, you know, is not going to be feminine, for example. The other thing also, I think really to mention here about, you know, makeup for men, it's the fact that. Um, if you watch any news station, for example, or you watch, you know, uh, um, for example, even if you're watching sports and you're watching, uh, let's just say it's football and it's, you know, the commentary, for example, everyone has makeup on, you know, they have, they probably do put some powder on, for example, you know, they make sure that they're dressed nicely, you know, that their shirt's tucked in, that their tie's straight. Like that's the impression they want to give off to people when they are watching that. So, you know, even if somebody's watching football, for example, American football, for example, you know, they, uh, they, the fans, you know, they may dress a certain way, but the broadcasters still want to come across a certain way. It's also why, for example, you've got, you know, you've got dress codes, you know, at sports, for example, when people, uh, go to do interviews there, you know, there are requirements within the league, like, Hey, they want you to actually be showered, put together versus just coming on screen. Uh, for example, to talk to somebody. So, so that's for men, right? So makeup, uh, makeup wearing for men, obviously that's different for women. Um, and obviously for live streaming. So, um, what are some ways, you know, I think, and you kind of alluded to some of these, but what are some ways that makeup can enhance the quality of your live stream? Yeah, we did talk about a little bit. It's, it's keeping the focus on your words rather than on the shine on your forehead or the glare on your glasses or, the weird award behind you, right? It's the same reason I only have flowers behind me just to add a little bit of interest. So there's a little something to look at, but I don't have, I actually, you, before we went on air, I have this little award I got recently, but I took it off camera because I don't want you distracted trying to figure out what it is. And now you're not listening to what I'm trying to get across to you, which is more important. So for that same exact reason is why makeup 
will help your listeners, your audience, be able to be focused on what is going on, what is most important, and that is what is being shared, not some weird little distraction. So, you know, having a concealer is also a good idea for guys. Say you've got a little redness or a pimple or something happens. I don't know. Maybe you have an ingrown hair or something because you shave. Anything like that, you know, you can minimize that so that you're feeling more confident. And again, people are more focused on what we're talking about. And I think that's that, that's the main thing. Awesome. Now, go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. I was going to say, so you were asking, you mentioned about shaving, for example. I did want to ask about that. So, you know, should, for example, do you recommend that, you know, should guys come in with that five o'clock shadow? Um, should they, you know, do you recommend that they should shave, for example, before applying any type of makeup? Uh, what's your take on that? Ooh. Well, there's my dog. Um, should you, he's always shows up. I apologize. I should have warned you guys in advance. I think you need to do what's best for your skin. And there's going to be some trial and error with that, right? Some products will work for you that wouldn't work for Jim, right? There's some things that will work for me that wouldn't work for you. So there may be some trial and error. Applying any makeup to a clean face is the most important and when it comes to facial hair, it just needs to be groomed, I think is the right word. <laughs> you know, you don't want it all over the place. If you've got a big beard, you know, just keeping it tidy, keeping it in place. Because, again, you don't want people being like, why is it off center? How come this side looks a little bit different than that side? It's just a distraction thing. So I think having a nice clean face before you apply anything is going to be number one. And I would think, too, it kind of goes back to the personality of the individual, right? Because if they have a beard or known for facial hair, uh, you know, it's one thing. I don't think there's like, you know, everyone should shave, everyone shouldn't shave. But maybe more of like, is that your personality? Is that what people are used to seeing? Uh, but I like the fact that, like you said, right, you want to, you know, you want to groom yourself, uh, you know, not just your beard, but even your hair, you know, don't look like you just, you know, rolled out of your bed. eyebrows. And Yes. Yeah. Even your eyebrows. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, whenever I get a haircut, I get my eyebrows trimmed because I'm, you know, uh, unfortunately or fortunately because of my uh, my my heritage, I, I do have bushy eyebrows. And so I know that's something we have to to think about. Uh, you know, I, you know, I think you mentioned nose hairs. That's another thing people don't think about. I didn't. But that's a good point or ear yeah. or like mm -hmm. anything that could be a distracting. And I think a, a key is like record yourself and watch it back. See what other people see. And, I like and the, always check your teeth. <laughs> another excellent point, by the way. I was going to say, I really like the, the point that you made about, you know, if somebody happens to, for example, if they've got that beard, to Jem's point, you know, if they've got that identity and that identity is their beard, for example, and then if they do shave it off, even though it's going to be easier to apply that makeup, it is also probably going to be distracting because somebody's going to, you know, your, your viewers, for example, are going to be used to seeing it. And then they're going to be like, I don't know if you remember that scene in, uh, in Schitt's Creek. Did you guys see that scene where, uh, one of the characters shaved off his beard and he like looked totally different. And so, you know, it became the focal point, at, you know, for that particular scene. And I think the same thing could happen if you're live streaming. Um, so excellent points there. Yeah. Yeah. So Amanda, what type of makeup should we wear when live streaming? Is there kind of some boundaries or maybe even some specific types that we might want to, to use? I mean, you know, kind of that the kiss method, maybe. 
<laughs> well, I think with anything live streaming, the KISS method, keep it simple, sweetie. Since we're in the South, we'll use that word. <laughs> um, is always a good method. I always say that about your background, your clothing, your makeup, your hair. Keep it simple. Less is more on that. However, however, we already mentioned the translucent powder, mentioned the um, chapstick, mentioned under eye cream. The other thing you can consider, especially if you're a guy, but obviously for women as well, is some sort of a foundation. Now, before we freak out, I don't actually use a traditional foundation. I use a moisturizer that is tinted that has SPF in it. It doesn't really look like foundation. And that would be what I would recommend for men. And I mean, for women, if you just want to look a little bit more natural, if you don't have to cover up as much, but it is a really light product that will moisturize. So that's a benefit. Hydrating your skin is really important for it to stay looking good and fresh and young <laughs> hydration and sunscreen. So if you want to go to like that next step, if you are a guy, if you're saying, okay, the translucent powder, all right, I can get that. That's easy enough. I think I have it actually. It's a really, it's like just, it's a really easy little product. It usually just comes like this. You know, you can just dab it on where you need. You get a little shine. I'm going to make a mess. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we should have warned everybody. I'm a little, I'm a little all over the place, but, um, if you get something like that, it's going to moisturize. And then if you are out in the sun or doing something outside, you're protecting your skin. So it won't look like foundation if you don't apply it heavy. I've actually, hopefully he never hears this, but one time we were uh, on vacation and we forgot to bring a face sunscreen. And so my man was like, man, we're going to be out outside all day. You know, he doesn't, he knows the importance of using sunscreen, probably thanks to his ginger. But I had him use that and it didn't look like he had makeup on. It just kind of evened out his whole skin texture and then gave him that SPF as well. Obviously, you're sitting inside doing a live stream. You're probably like, I don't need sunscreen. No, you don't. But it is important to bring up because if you want to stay looking young, the best way to do it is to protect your face. And just general good life hack is to moisturize, use sunscreen, use chapstick in general. And you're going to look fresher, brighter, and then more even skin tone. I hope that answered your question. <laughs> that is actually, that, that's a very good question, actually. And I, I want to kind of elaborate on that just real quick. And it's the fact that, you know, when people think of makeup, right, they think of uh, they go to, again, maybe I don't know the right places, but they maybe go to Sephora, maybe they go to a Target, they go maybe to an yeah, Amazon, yeah. Um, a department store, right? And a lot of times we see uh, makeup by, you know, like, what is it, like Estee Lauder? And am I, am I on the right track here, I think? You're doing you know, great. You're doing so, great. Yeah. Uh, they see all these different, you know, <laughs> uh, brands. And the thing is, for the most part, they're, they're sort of marketed towards women. So obviously mm -hmm. women know what to what kind of makeup to get, but in terms of guys, so for example, um, can I buy that kind of product or do I need to maybe aim for, you know, a, a line that uh, is made for men? Is there a difference in, in terms of that? I'm sure there's lines made for men. I've never looked for them. I know that's weird, but I haven't. So I couldn't recommend specific ones. I know you're like, dang, um, clearly I should though, if we're going to talk about it more and more, but I use a brand called Bare Minerals and it's this, like, it's all natural stuff and it's called a, what is it called? Well, often they're called a BB cream, like the letter B, like a 
the bug or a CC cream. And those will have a tinted moisturizer. So that's the, that's the key phrase, tinted moisturizer. And I am certain the Maybellines, I'm certain you can go to CVS and find this. Um, you can't find bare minerals there that you would either go to like a department store. Um, they have stores, of course, their website. I'm sure it's on Amazon.com. But that's the key is the tinted moisturizer. And I, yeah, I mean, I will do some research and then I'll put it in the comments later on. Like, hey, here's some men's stuff for you guys out there. But I use Bare Minerals and I think it's fabulous. It's a really good product. Uh, and even if you get a little hooked, you never know. You might all of a sudden be using a tinted moisturizer every day. But I feel like there's probably an aftershave that has SPF and moisturizing in it as well. Or if there's not, somebody's going to like a lot of money after this. <laughs> no, no, there, there definitely, there definitely is. I know that uh, it's uh, it's out there, and even I know like uh, some of these, you know, maybe you've heard of Mary Kay. Well, guess what? Mary mm-hmm. Kay make, makes uh, men's mm-hmm. skincare products, and I think uh, you know you just have to you just have to ask around, and it's definitely out there. Excellent point. I'm sure yeah. there's a YouTuber on it. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely, there probably is. And the other thing I guess you could also do is, you know. You don't have to buy from a department store. You could always go to a department store and get a consultation on maybe they can help you come up with the right tent, for example. Um, I know we were talking about beards earlier, you know, and I know like if somebody's going to apply foundation, for example, or translucent powder, they're going to apply it to, you know, the areas that are smooth. If you put in the beard, for example, it's probably going to assume it's going to cake up. Uh, Probably could. Yeah might not look right, might change the color that's going on there as well. So you may end up with a color you're not really looking forward to. Um, but this has been fantastic. Actually, are there any last tips you want to share with our listeners um, on, uh, you know, on the importance of uh, wearing makeup when live streaming? The only, I, we haven't really talked about women too much. Women, all these things apply to you, but I will tell you the fastest way for a woman to look put together on camera is a darker lipstick. If you are like, dang it, I got to go live. My hair is a hot mess. I just want to, or you, maybe you have a meeting and you're trying to be a little more professional. You put on a lipstick and bam, you instantly look more put together. And then the other thing that I really, really recommend and probably a darker shade than you're used to or a brighter shade than you're used to. This lighting washes you out. And if you saw me in person, you would see like, this is very pink in person, but on camera, it looks great, right? This is the shade. You can see the difference, right? It's like the color of my sweater, for goodness sake. Is that blush? This is blush, yeah. Okay, got it. And then what you do is you just want to put it on your cheekbones here and then a little bit above your eyebrow and basically make a three. So like you're doing one, two, three. Now, when I actually do it, uh, after I've gotten the product off of this, I actually do it here first to get the most on your cheekbone and then I do a sweep. And that just, it does a little bit of a highlight here and it just gives you a little bit more color. And guys could take like a lighter color and do the same thing. If you're looking super pale and you're looking super washed out on camera, do not be afraid of a little bit of blush. That's it. That's all. Excellent. Excellent points, Jim. Okay. I know. Are we we ready, Jim? Like we're going to, we're going to go do our tutorial now, right? I, I'm, I'm still going to just go with, for me, I, I, uh, I'm lucky I tan. I'm just going to go with my, my natural tanning for now. 
Definitely. And I love the point about the moisturizer, you know, again, I mean, that's, that's something that, you know, you can apply it at night. Uh, you can apply it during mm-hmm. your, uh, before your live stream, you know, for example, if you put on, uh, and don't apply it on too, th- don't apply it too thick. If you do happen to apply, for example, like applying sunscreen, you put on too much sunscreen, you know, it's the same thing. I mean, if you put too much on, it's going to like, first off, you know, you're going to try to like, you're not going to look good on camera. So just start with, uh, start small. I mean, it's the whole thing of like, you know, if you're going to get a haircut, like get, get it cut just a little bit and you can always keep removing. You can't ever put it back. So it's the same thing with applying makeup, apply very thin layers and, you know, see how you look and then continue to apply just a little bit more so that you're not applying too much. But, um, anything else you want to ask, uh, Amanda make Jim? Yeah. Amanda, where's the best place for people to get in touch with you? Yes, you can connect with me under my full name, Amanda May Gray. That's M-A-E-G-R-A-Y. Anywhere. I have a website with that. My YouTube channel. Uh, I'm on Facebook with that. Uh, let's see. Instagram, Clubhouse, Twitter, you name it. It's all in LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn as well. It's all under Amanda May Gray. Fantastic. So I want to thank everybody for for tuning in to episode 57. You know, I, Jim, I know you and I have been really trying to push out the types of episodes that we publish, you know, and we, and we figured, you know what, we should talk about makeup because, you know, we, we do a lot of live stream productions and we get a lot of people asking about it when they are live streaming, whether they should or shouldn't wear makeup. So it's been a pleasure having uh, Amanda May Gray join us for episode 57 of the Launch Your Life podcast. Uh, just a couple of quick reminders, you know, if, if you have any questions uh, about whether you should wear makeup when live streaming, uh, be sure, you know, you can leave your questions in the uh, comments or you can always reach us out to us uh, at Launch Your Live on all of our social media channels. Um, and then for more information on this particular episode, all you have to do is go to launch.live forward slash EP57. We'll see you all on a future episode. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Bye, everyone. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.